Thanks for tuning in to the show. I want to tell you about the baddest big brother I've ever known. Now I have three older brothers. Uh, one is um, very settled man, very family man, you know, really. He handles his business, take care of his business, you know what I mean? And uh, great guy, great guy. Then my other brother, you know, um, he has a disability. And man, we just love him, just love him. But I want to tell you about my other big brother. A special guy, man. A special guy, man. And I really don't know where to begin. I don't know where to begin, you know. Um, you know, my dad had a street background. And somehow, he saw something special in my big brother. And they ended up becoming very, very close. And, um... You know, it wasn't a type of street background where you think they're running rampant, running wild out. It wasn't that type of thing. It was just, you know, um, my dad just was very, very intelligent. And somehow, instead of going the college way, you know, the collegiate way, you know, it somehow ended up going in the street direction. And he, you know, formulated a pretty decent living. Not harming anybody, uh, you know, not getting into anybody's, you know, anything as far as I know. It's the only thing I know is that, you know, he, that was just his background. The thing is that uh, my brother, man, he formed a certain toughness, real toughness, man. He was really, really, you know, uh, a, a very well-formed person where... You know, you wouldn't want to mess with him. You just didn't want to mess with him, man. And, you know, he just, it was just something about his demeanor. But he was real fun and funny, you know what I mean? He loved to laugh, man. Loved to laugh, man. He was well-rounded, man, you know. And you could talk to him about anything. And one thing he was about, though, was family. He did not play when it came to his family and even as kids you know it's a lot of us quite a few of us man and uh the thing is we always knew that we could go to this particular big brother um like i said my other brothers laid back so you know different world different world but you always know you can go to big brother man and even my, even that particular brother would, you know, sometimes, you know, lean on, you know, my big brother. And so, you know, he just had a certain demeanor about him, man. And the thing is, he was, this is him by himself. He wasn't part of any groups or, you know, wasn't, you know, uh, running with a collective or anything like that. It was just him. Now, he had friends, but... For the most part, it was just him. And that's what made it even more unique, you know, that he, you know, had that type of protective, you know, savior status in him. And you always know you call him and he would never, never not answer the phone. He would never, ever not be there. I'm talking about in a minute. 
in a flash when it came to his family. And, um, you know, I remember uh, one time we were, uh, I guess about, I guess us three, you know, me and those two big brothers I mentioned, and were going to the store one night. And, you know, in our neighborhood, you know, me, you just have to be careful. You don't, you know, you, you don't cross certain lines or whatnot, you know what I mean? And if you do, you know, you make sure you keep, stay respectable. Well, somehow, uh, we passed, uh, across this one street was going to the store for our parents. And went to, you know, and these guys just started hollering at us. For some reason, we didn't know what it was all about. It was kind of crazy. So we get get past that and get to the store. But now we got to come back. You know what I mean? So when we coming back, you know, we all follow the leader. And that's our big brother. Whatever he do, that's what we going to do. Yep, and, and so we got to that street, sure enough, but this time, you know, they was like, oh, second, you can't, your second time around, you got to be ready, you know what I mean? So he came through, man, and they came at us, man. You know, they come running after us, man. And so we running down the street, man, and, you know, uh, looked the big brother, man. He threw a couple of, you know, a couple of rocks at him, man, and uh, whatnot, man, and we got on past it, man. But, you know, thing about it is that we always look to him for guidance. I always look to him to protect us. I always look to him, you know, as you know, that 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 star in the sky. You know what I mean? That that we if we ever got lost. If we ever got lost, man. And the thing is that um when we got older, got and times change and things change and everything, you know, anything, you know, that we needed, he was there for us. No matter what, he was there for us. Still, you know, that long range, you know what I mean? I remember one time, man, I had uh, got to a point that I had uh, graduated school, but see, I got married at a young age. Well, um, somehow, I was not I was away from my family or I don't know what happened because I got married as a teenager and I had gotten somewhere, somehow I got, I was on this junior college campus and me and the coach got into it. It was weird, very weird, very strange, you know. Uh, the coach had something going on, man, and, you know, I he was young as well, you know, and so um, he would just come at you. You know, it was kind of crazy, man. And somehow, man, I became an enemy. I don't know what it was about. And so this one time he came into, you know, our dorm room. And he was kind of making some slightly threatening gestures or whatnot, you know, towards myself. And I knew I was in trouble. I knew I was got a problem on my hands. And, you know, we was getting ready to go to, uh, I was going to be getting ready to go to eat here for long and I was you know I had some concerns a pretty big guy pretty big guy and um, I called my brother I called my brother because I always ask him what do I do you know but this is one of those cases it wasn't no what you know what do I do situation it was like he was I'm on the way I'm on the way and he came in and he asked me you know where was he you know which one is he what not and sure enough the coach came walking around the corner and man my big brother lit out 
let out, man. And all of a sudden, they almost got into a tussle. But when he realized, you know, that my brother was on some real stuff, you know, he, he backed off. He backed off. And um, my brother ended up taking me, backing my stuff up, man, and taking me on. You know, take, took me on away from there, man. And, uh, you know, that was not the first time I've called my brother, you know, and that's not the first time any of us have called him. And we never try to put him in harm's way. We, you know, you don't want to call and put him in harm's way. We love him. You know, that's our man, you know what I mean? But, you know, if he thought it was a situation going on, he was going to step in anyway. And um, I, there's a certain respect that you have for someone like that. And I have uh, such a high level of respect for him, man. But what I want to tell you is really dynamic. His granddad, you know, on his grandmother's side, you know, was a minister. Had his own church and everything. And he passed away. And, you know, out of all the family members, somehow it fell into to him to, to, you know, become, you know, a minister at that church. Now, they had a, a lead minister already, but he, they still needed him to come and fill, you know, a certain role as a minister as well. And, you know, the thing is, he came in, went to school, you know, and, you know, came out of school and everything, and he was set to do his first sermon. I'm mind blown, right? Cause this is this is this is my party. You know what I mean? This is the guy, man. Hey, very, I, I left something out. I gotta put this in there. Very, very handsome gentleman. I mean, my brother looked good. You know what I mean? And you know, a lot of times, you know, growing up, you know, oh, especially once we got in our to, to our late teens and our early twenties, you know, people, oh. Women would think I was pretty nice looking. But I always tell them, you got to wait till you meet my brother. You got to meet my brother. That's all I talk about. That's all I ever talk about, man. got to meet my brother. got to meet my brother. And uh, we would go to the, you know, uh, prior to him going to the ministry, we would go to the nightclubs, man, every night. Not that often. We really wasn't that club type. But I just wanted to show him off, man. You know what I mean? I wanted him to see him, man. You know, I've been talking about That's all I talk about. And so, uh go to the nightclub, man, and sure enough, man, you know, he went on my, uh, you know, and I'm um, dancing or something, I'm like, oh, man, what do you mean, my brother? You know, it's all I talk about, man. And we have a really, really nice time, man, and I just felt so good, man, that the world can meet him, you know, see him, and, you know, this person, I just, you know, really, you know, see as a hero, you know, and, uh, and so when he got into the ministry, and he was about to do his first sermon. I was pumped. I mean, I was pumped, man. I was like, I'm scared at the same time, right? I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. Oh, man. Oh, man. You see me saying, oh, man, right? Get ready for this. So I go in, sit and give me a good seat, right? And... I, uh, I think that the lead minister had said a few words, and then it was his turn. He was going to be the lead man today. This is, this is his show. So he get up, 
say a few words, man, and getting started and everything. Right as he's getting started, somebody in the choir behind him falls and hits the ground. And everybody is just floored. Nobody knows what to do. He hit the floor. He hit the heart. It turns out he had a heart attack. So they call the ambulance. The whole church is shook up. They shook up. He's in front of the mic at the pulpit. So what he says to the congregation is, this could have happened anywhere, but it happened here. Could have happened while he was driving his car and been in a massive wreck. You know, could have happened, and he was just describing different places the way this could have happened. The way nobody was around, you know, call for help. But it happened here. He got the church stirred up, man. All they were stirred up. And keep in mind, the ambulance hadn't arrived just yet. and But he needed to keep them going. And, man, they were stirred. So the ambulance came. You know, they got the gentleman, got him out and everything, you know, and, you know, took him to care. They already pumped now. They stirred up, right? And, you know, the thing is, that was only the beginning. He started, you know, preaching about all kinds of things. But now keep in mind now, this is where he separated himself from the other, you know, religious parties on that stage he had that background so he brought it up he was talking about certain things you know outside of the church and how how having his background is what made him you know certainly qualified you know to be able to speak the truth to be able to relate to anyone, you know, in that congregation. And that he could, in all ages, oh, man, it was amazing. It was amazing. Then he started talking to the young people, man. He was bringing up, you know, he was using car analogies and everything, things that they can relate to and stuff, and using analogies that on, on they can relate to, the type of music they can relate to. Man, it went crazy. It went crazy. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. And it was it was so amazing. I mean, man. And it got to a point where young people started flooding the church because of him. They just wanted more. They couldn't get enough. They couldn't get enough, man. The congregation grew so huge. They just could not get enough. The only problem was he was not the lead minister. So he wasn't speaking as much as they wanted. And it became a problem. Because, you know, obviously it's going to be some type of feeling when you know that the people in the congregation want to hear from this guy. You know what I mean? They won't. They, you know, it's, 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 it was that serious. And it was that got that really, you know, strong. And, you know, and, um, and he, he can't I remember it. I remember he drove up to came to the house. Came to the house was at all at my sister's house, man. And uh he came to the house. Wanna talk to my talk to my brother, you know. And I don't know what they talked about. Obviously that was a private conversation, but I do know that he was concerned. He was concerned, man. And I don't know how everything ended up unfolding, 
you know, but eventually my brother went on, you know, to get his own church in another state. And um, he did the same thing there. Everywhere he went, everywhere he went, congregation would just go crazy. I mean, they'd never seen nothing like him before, man. And, man, I, I, I moved down there. I moved to his first state, and I was in the church, man, as usual. He was just something unique, man. He just never seen nothing like it, you know. And, uh, man, it was just something special, man, you know, behind that pulpit, man. And it, it, every, what happened, this is what's so crazy about it. He was so unique that everywhere he went, you know, the um, higher-ups would get jealous. And they start causing problems for him. They would cause problems for him, man. And they, did, they wanted to keep him grounded. And whereas the congregation wanted more, more, more. And, you know, they, they, they wouldn't like him. They couldn't be him, you know what I mean? And, it, and I tried, I wanted to take him to the highest level possible. And they was blocking it at every turn. And, uh, man, but he was just, wow, man, right, right? And so what do you do? Eventually he got tired of that war and he took a break. And, uh, you know, I hated that happen, man. And he would get, but he then turn and get back, get another church. And, it, again, the same scenario what always happening. You know, it just kept continue to happen. And uh, I do believe that one day, man, he's going to get that massive church. And, you know, people won't be so... You know, the higher-ups won't be so uh, feeling the way that they do. He's, he's, he's just, even to this day, he's just one of the best you've ever seen. And when you, you know, when you see him, you know, do his thing, it's, it's just, it's amazing, man, you know. It's amazing. And, uh, but they don't know, you know, what what he's been through. They don't know what kind of experience he's had. They don't know. You know, they just know he just, you know, he's nobody to play with per se. But at the same time, man, most nice guy you ever want to be around, most cool guy you ever want to be around, man. And, you know, and, man, just love him, man. And then again, too, see, I leave out this factor, too. We talk about him being, you know, a nice-looking gentleman. So, obviously, that flooded the women, too, you know what I mean, which did not help his cause at all, you know. But man, as a big brother though, man, I would never have enough words, man. You know, I thank him all the time. I let him know I love him. You know, I let him know how I feel about him, you know, even to this day, you know. And uh, there's been times here as of late, you know, uh, within the last few years. And I, I ran into some situations that were unusual for me. I, I'm not used to, you know, frictional situations, you know. And I called him. I called him, man, you know, for guidance and everything, and he would tell me what to do, even from thousands of miles away, man, tell me what to do, you know, and uh, just, uh, man, just a special person, man, special person, man, and uh, I, I've been honored, you know, and I am honored, you know, to have him as a brother, man, I really am, and uh, as, as well as I'm honored to follow my family. Man, of course, by all means, but I highlighted him because he's such an unusual person, you know, and, and such a unique person, you know what I mean? And, you know, and even to this day, you know, he has plenty of friends, but he's, you know, his own person, and he always has been and always will be. And, you know, 
Um, he will always have those unique qualities that makes him, you know, to me, one of the baddest big brothers around. And, you know, I don't say that because, you know, he's willing to come to the rescue and, you know, get into a sparring match with the coach. No, no, no. It's because, man, his, you know, love for his family and he's devoted his life to his family. And I'll be honest with you, there are times where I, I do now want him to, you know, be free. I want him to not feel like he has to, you know, be that big brother all the time. I want him to, you know, uh, spread his wings the way I, I, I seek to spread mine each and every day. You know, I've never been shy about saying, hey, I'm, I'm about spreading my wings. I'm not, I'm not, I'm committed to that rest of my life, all my life, I'm all about spreading my wings, and any time, you know, I'm not able to spread my wings, I'm not happy, that's not a happy time for me, and so I'm looking forward to the time when he get a chance to, you know, spread his wings, if he's not already doing so, I don't know, you know, only he knows, but if he's not, I do want him to get the chance to do that, and I want him, I just want to see him happy. I really do, man, and I want him always to be happy because he's earned it. He's earned it, man. He's definitely put his time in, man, and, you know, I I think I can speak for all, you know, our family, brothers and sisters that they want the same, you know. And so, uh, always, you know, have an extra prayer for him, you know what I mean? And no, I always know if I have a... I never have to ask myself who's one of the baddest ministers I've ever seen. I'll never have to ask that question ever, ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, just a pretty cool guy, man. Pretty cool guy, man. And well, I just wanted to kind of share that with you, man. And you know, uh, because I, when I run into and think about unique people I've met in my life. You know, I love telling that story, man. And, you know, I make sure I don't cross any lines and get too personal or anything like that. But, you know, but when we're talking about strength, see, that's how that's the way I, all of the unique people I talk about, it's about their strength and who they are as a person, their uniqueness. You know, it's a certain, uh, it's something about that to me. Uh, and I think that it, you know, it's a certain something can be drawn from that. You know what I mean? And um, at the very least, you know, it's something, a story that's unique to hear. You know, so that was, uh, that's the story I wanted to tell you about, man. That's something I just kind of wanted to share. And, you know, that's this is my moment to say out loud in public, man. I love you, big brother. I'm proud of you, man. I thank you for everything that you have done and everything I'm sure you will do, you know, and I, I want you to be happy, and I want God to bless you for the rest of your life. I do. I do. This is the Nobody Show, a show guaranteed to get counseled, hosted by the myth. <laughs>